Welcome to the Elevated Producer Podcast, a place where mortgage originators come to gain the knowledge and skills to elevate all aspects of their lives. Here we share productivity tips and tricks from our personal experience, from what we've learned from others, from books, from media, and anywhere we find inspiring ideas that elevate us. I'm your host, Chad Ogburn. I am a 19-year veteran of the mortgage industry, an award-winning loan officer, and a certified mortgage planning specialist. My co-host, Cheryl Bromschwager. She is a vice president, a producing branch manager, a certified mortgage planning specialist, and a proven mortgage coach with Nova Home Loans. Are you ready to elevate your business? Then let's go. Welcome everyone to the Elevated Producer Podcast. It is 2020, a new year, a new decade. I'm your host, Chad. With me as always is Cheryl. Hello, Cheryl. Hey, Chad. Welcome to the new decade, 2020. Yes, exciting times. I, there's a lot of excitement going on, and one of the things we're going to talk about today, as everyone might have noticed in the new intro, is that the title, my title has changed. Back. Your title has changed. So is that is this a promotion? I don't know if it's really a promotion. <laughs> it's uh yeah, I don't know. It's funny, I've had people ask me that, be like, oh, you got promoted. I guess in a certain sense I have. Um I don't know how to describe that part of it to be honest. But for all of you out there, I have be I have gone back into originating loans. Um and I'll talk here in a moment about why that is. But yeah, I don't know if it's a promotion. <laughs> oh, I think it totally is because okay. this whole, you know, podcast that we talk about is elevating your status, right? And so your your status has changed and elevated to something that you really want to do. So I'm super proud of you for making such a, a difficult decision because going back into sales 100%, right, is a huge leap of faith. It takes a lot of courage. And we've talked about how you got to get uncomfortable, right, to have growth. Right. And for you, this is the ultimate of being uncomfortable. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. And so, right? so yeah. Yeah. It, it was so quick background, guys, and then we'll kind of delve into um, a little bit more about why I did it and, and what my plans are around it. But um, this past May of 2019, my wife and I welcomed our latest child. Uh, Paxton James came into the world and his closest sibling is nine years older than him. So it was a bit of a late surprise. And one of the blessings that came with it is um, my wife is has a desire to spend more time with the kids and to work a little bit less. So she's wanting to take a step back in her law practice. And so that's kind of was what motivated the conversation. But there was also this part of me, especially with this podcast and with all the training I've been doing, that said, you know, I want to go – there's part of me that really wanted to go back into originating to show that if you just implement some basic things, the success you can have. And so part of my drive here is to show all of you that anyone can do it. If, you, if I can take five and a half years off, give away a lot of my database in the sense that if they called me, I, I gave them out to another loan officer – um, I just, I have this strong desire to show the world that, Hey, a little bit of elbow grease and, and the right techniques and the right people around you, and you can be successful. 
I think it's amazing. And, you know, again, a leap of faith and putting you in a comfortable position for the greater good of your family. Right. And because we talk about that, especially in those of you out there that are are ninjas and the ninja practice is that family is first and what you focus on expands. And so if you're focusing on your family, it did expand. Right. Careful on that one. I know, it just came to me. But I think that it's important, you know, to recognize the fact that, yeah, now's the time, right, for you to really dig in and create something that you're really proud of, that you want to do, and that can support your family. So I say welcome back and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. And just to put this in perspective, everyone, um, at Nova Home Loans, we don't bring in uh, new people. We don't give leads. We don't have any of that platform so everything is self-generated um it's a hundred percent commission position so there's what i've entered into is there's there's no hand-me-downs there's none of that it's hey you want to eat you got to go get it right and i think you know to clarify it's not that we don't allow new people but we believe that as a loan officer because we are putting you in 100 percent uh, commission position is that we do want you to come in with some experience and some database because our goal is to help you grow right we want to help you grow your business and if you do want to get started in the business it's a great opportunity to work um, on a team with an with an existing LO right someone who has the experience that can train and mentor you and set you up for success because really that's what we do right we want to help people grow and be successful right and, and- that's also the reason I'm, I'm, you know, making this decision. I'm staying at Nova as well, is because what they provide for the loan officers. And I didn't, I'm not trying to turn this into such a huge plug for Nova, but you know, obviously, I believe in this system so much. Is I truly believe if you plug in here and you do the work, you will absolutely be successful. Because one of the great things that um, our executive team has done is they they try to get as much of the junk out of the way of the loan officer from selling. Anything they think is going to limit that that loan officer from selling, they have tried to make a role or something to help in that role. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's the spiel. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, welcome back. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for you. Congratulations. You know, as part of the theme of obviously a new year, new you, new decade, let's talk a little bit about how you're going to you know, reinvigorate, recreate, right, re-energize you and your business as a new-ish loan officer, right? Especially five years out, you're in a bigger age of technology, more and more, uh, you know, digital. Uh, So let's talk about you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) One of of your favorite topics, right, Chad? That's right. That's right. right. So, so let's talk about you and um, you know kind of your plan. So one of the things that I believe in is doing some planning, right? Annual planning, goal setting, et cetera. So let's talk a little bit about what you're doing around that as well then as you know your advice for new loan officers coming in, what is working, what has worked, um, you know, and kind of where you see yourself, let's say, you know, three months from now. And then we'll revisit, you know, on another episode of how far you've come. And this is going to be a great accountability for Chad, right? (laughs) We're going to to keep him accountable through this to see how his business is growing. Yes, absolutely. And that's part of why I wanted to share this, too, is um, I'm a big believer in that if you have a goal, and especially if you think that goal might be difficult to achieve, 
let the world know about it for two reasons. One, um, just like when we revisit this here in a couple months, I know that every day I come in that I'm going to have to come back to you guys and say, here's what's worked, here's what hasn't worked, and here's where I stand. Um, so there's that accountability aspect. Yeah. But there's also the aspect, not so much on this one, but when you share it with the world, people want to help you. Um, the, it's amazing. I've been – so one of the things – okay, so let's let's rewind and talk about what my goals are. I have some pretty big goals, um, and I don't know – if I'll achieve them or not, but I'm certainly going to give it my best. So my goal, one of my goals is to help 100 families this year. Um, okay, I so love that. That's, that that's, that's measurable, right? That's one of the things we talk about is it's measurable. Right. Um, and so by doing that, I need to um, obviously tap into my my sphere of influence and make sure that they know that I what I do and how well I do it. And then I need to grow my referral base. Um so one of the things, and if you guys have kids, I know some people are afraid to go out there into their own personal world and interact, but I believe you have to. And I believe if you truly believe that you're good at what you do, you shouldn't be afraid. Matter of fact, you should feel like you have to because you need to be the one helping your friends and your, and your loved ones. So I got out of originating the first semester, I guess going into the second semester of when my son was in kindergarten. So we weren't really involved much in the school yet. Since then, I've been, I'm a Cub Scout leader. I've coached some of their sports. Um, so our, our sphere of influence has changed over the years. And I've found that I have a fair amount of realtor friends that are just purely friends. And so when I, they knew what I did, they knew I was in the business, but they knew I didn't originate. And they're ex they were excited to hear that I was. So one of the things I'm doing is really tapping into that, making sure that I'm um, continuing the friendship, but also trying to morph it a little bit into making sure they understand that I'm, I truly am a professional. Uh, but one of the things that struck me, and I know, uh, Cheryl, you're big in Ninja, is the flow aspect of... Oh, I love flow. Yeah. And so I'm making sure... And maybe you want to, because you're probably well better versed in it than I am. So maybe you can explain it. But this is something that I find, I think, is going to be really important to my my journey here. Well, I think yes, we do talk about flow a lot in Ninja, uh, because flow is basically another word for being top of mind, right? When you are in flow with someone, you are top of mind. So we use those words too, those are buzzwords a lot. You know, how do you stay in front of people? Well, you get into flow. And what that means is that you are always in connection or in contact with the people that need your services now, next month, next year, or know somebody who needs your services now, next month or next year, right? So that you are in fact always top of mind. And there's some you know, strategy and science around being in flow. But I think what you said about your sphere of influence, the soccer team, the PTA, the kids school, the church, any, way, any places that you're already at, those people should know what you do. And not in a pushy way, right? You're not gonna like, hey, can I you know, do a mortgage review for you while you're sitting at mass? Right. Right? You're not gonna do that. <laughs> Right? right. You're not going to, you know, ask the soccer parents to bring their mortgage statement to the game so you can run some numbers for them quick. Right. But you want them to know what you do and that nobody is going to work harder for them than friends and family. 
And that's how I try to put myself out there is that nobody's going to work harder for my friends than me. Nobody's going to work harder for my family than me and make sure that things go well, etc. So being in flow is just being in front of people. So the more you can do that, again, without being pushy, because as Ninja, it's building, it's building relationships. So how do you build more relationships? Right, right. And that's, that's really what uh, I'm focused on. So, you know, I, I've, I've kind of hit the low-hanging fruit from a standpoint of I've um, – so I started this journey officially December 1st uh, is when I made the transition from training to originator. So I've gone on a bunch of coffees and lunches with um, – yeah, again, real estate agents, but they're all our friends. And strangely, other than one, they're all um, new since I have been, since I got out of originally, since I went into training. So I've kind of, I, I kind of call it the low-hanging fruit because it's the easy ones to get. Um, now I've moved into that stage where I need to be calling some agents that I've worked with in the past or that were listing agents uh, <laughs> six years ago that I just happened to enjoy and sure. uh, never got around to marketing because I knew I was getting out of that side of the thing. Um, but yeah, just making sure that they uh, understand just what you said, Cheryl, that you know I'm going to work very hard for them because um, of the relationship we have outside of the business as well. Right. I mean, you're, you are going to be professional, right? A lot of times, you know, people say, oh, I don't want to work with someone that knows me because I'm either embarrassed about my financial situation or what I'm going through, or I don't want them to know my business. I don't want them to know how much I make. You know, there is, there is some of that. But I think the, the way that you present yourself as a trusted advisor, right, and utilizing the certified mortgage planning specialist skills as well to say, I am a professional, right? I'm an expert in my industry. And it's not personal, it's business, right. right? And that helps, I think, take that, ooh, I don't want my neighbors to know, right, uh, about my, my personal situation. So don't even preconceive that people think that. Just assume that they're going to want to do business with you because of who you are. Right. And, and well, a couple of great things there. That was, I did a few things. Um, my wife was like, man, you, you went into originally and just started spending money. <laughs> but um, so one, <laughs> one of the first things I did was I went and got my certification through uh, certified mortgage planning specialist because I felt that I needed something uh, to say to your point, Cheryl, to say that, hey, I am a professional. I'm a big believer also in mortgage coach. So I went ahead and signed up for that. I signed up for some stuff around following uh, mortgage backed securities. Uh, I wanted to go to the ninja thing. Unfortunately, it fell uh, when I couldn't with family commitments, but I will certainly be getting to the next one of that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because all well, those and things... there's a lot of resources. You know, there's a lot of resources for loan officers, both free and paid. Uh, you know, that if you're really intentional and you focus, you can have the best year you ever had and you can help 100 families. I love that term. Instead of doing 100 loans or 100 units or, you know, being part of the the president's club or whatever, you know, that that's some status, but really when it gets down to it, we help families. And for me, that's why I do it to help families, not to do another loan, not to make a commission, not even to feed my own family. Right. Because if I, if I give and I help others, it comes back to me. Yeah. And it's funny for me, and this is just my mindset. And I think 
you touched on something that's really important is guys figure out how your mind works and how you work and, and adjust your business to fit that. And so one of the things that helps me and Cheryl, you came up with this, um, as far as I know, so I'm giving you credit, the whole helping families thing. <laughs> and so yeah. what latched on to me is, is service is a big part of my life. It's something that's really important to me. And when mm -hmm. I think about going and making money, yeah, I'd like to make a lot of money, but it's not a really a big driving factor in my life. I mean, I'm, I'm blessed that we are, you know, financially comfortable, but um, so that would, so if I said, Hey, I want to make 300,000 this year or whatever the number is, that really wouldn't push me. But the thought of helping a hundred families and they're truly like visualizing this family getting in a better position financially or getting into a better home, better school district, whatever it is, that motivates the bejeebers out of me. Yeah, I agree. And I love the, um, the analogy because it, it keeps you grounded. And so back to, you know, the, the goal setting, right? A hundred families. So you signed up for a bunch of um, training, right? You signed up for tools, yeah. right? But what's, what's going to be, do you think your biggest key to success? Let's just say in the first three months, right? For you, what, it, what is the definition of success in three months as, as a new loan officer back in the business? And then how, you know, give me like two or three things that you're going to do to get there so that again, we can hold you accountable through this show. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think one of the most important things for me um, is going to be establishing those professional relationships, whether it's with people I already know, people I knew in the past, brand new people, uh, referral partners, is I need to be having um, at least three face-to-faces a week, probably more like five or, or even more, uh, with potential referral partners. So I think that, and one of the things I've also been doing is I do have a bit of a database. Like I said, a lot of the people have, um, you know, done something else because we've had 2016 since I've been in this business. We've had some really good years rate-wise. In the metro area, we've had a lot of good appreciation, so people have moved. So one of the things I've been doing is going through my database. And you can frankly do this with your friends, too, if you don't have much of a database. I've, there's a tool uh, that title companies provide where I can look and see if the people still own the property, when the last time they did a deed of trust. So I'm going through my database and I'm filtering it against that. And it's a little time consuming and I'm doing um, annual reviews for everyone that is still in a loan with me or still in that property uh, to the extent okay. that I can. So, so that's good, you know, and being intentional and slowing down to speed up, I think will help you as well. Slow down, look at what you have, figure it out, get it organized, and then you can really hit the ground running. Yeah, it's, and that's, I, I, you know, it's funny as you've said, you've said many a times how you need to slow down to speed up. Um, and I, I've always like, yep, absolutely. <laughs> Until coming back <laughs> in, I've never realized how freaking hard that is. Because I, right. I, I remember I had a mentor when I was a young man, should have listened to him more, but um, very successful business owner, started though selling insurance. Um, and when I was talking to him one time, he's like, Chad, you need to realize for the first five years of my insurance business, I didn't sit down for a meal. I was too damn scared. I had kids at home, the mouths I needed to feed. And I literally, mm -hmm. you, he's, I knew the family. Um, he's like, ask my wife. I literally would not sit down. I was so nervous. 
for five years. Oh, I'm like, wow. Now, a long time ago that, that he's uh, in his 70s. So it was, it was a few moons ago. But um, I certainly get that. I have that angst now because one of my goals is, is that my wife can step back by summer and go more of a part-time situation. <clears throat> so I have to be up and running. Um, All right. So uh, making calls, right? Talking to people on the phone, face-to-face. -face. What do you think is going to be kind of the, the biggest um, driver of your success then over the next couple of months? Um, I, I think those face-to-faces and having a good follow-up system. And, and one of the things I wasn't really fantastic about the last time is asking for the business. Um, there we go. Bingo. Yeah. I, I, that was one thing I did not excel well at is, is being blunt. And it's funny because my wife, who is a self-professed, and she is not just self-professed. She's, she's an introvert. She doesn't like doing that stuff. But for whatever reason, my wife is absolutely fearless at asking for business. Uh, it just doesn't even phase her. I mean, we've, so a little funny story, not to go too far off topic. We were out with some friends. Uh, he's a college buddy of mine that we got reacquainted just a year and a half ago, is a pretty decent producing real estate agent here in town. And I was trying to find the right moment to tell him, you know, that I'm going back into this side of the business. And Melissa just does it. So Chad's becoming a loan <laughs> officer again. Uh, do, you, do you have any deals you might be able to throw? I forget how she phrased it, but I'm like, wow. He's like, oh my gosh, that's... And, I don't know why I expected anything less from a friend, but he's like, that's so great. Let's get together for lunch. And yeah, you know, and I'm like, so here I am trying to figure out, you know, I was going to do it that night, but figuring out the best way, try to be strategic. Sometimes you just got to have the words come out of your mouth. I love it. And you know what, that she's your advocate, right? And so you want more of those people. You want advocates that will point you in the right direction, that will give you those referrals, that will help you ask for the business without asking for the business. So I think that that's amazing. And kudos to Melissa. You got to take her out more. <laughs> I know. I'm like, so you're going with me on all my uh, <laughs> uh, appointments. Right? Right. <laughs> well, good. Well, I'm excited <laughs> for this journey. I'm so excited for this journey for you. And, you know, I think it's very appropriate that, again, we're on an elevated producer podcast and you've just become a producer again. And I can't wait to see what you do to elevate your status, to elevate your business and meet your goals this year. I hope we can be part of that. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are going to be a big part of it. Um, you know, again, you guys are holding me accountable, whether you know it or not. But also, I want to sh I, I so want to show everyone that it's possible and that, yeah, you know, like Cheryl and I have talked a lot in the past. You got to get out of your comfort zone. There's some other things that I'm doing right now. So as you guys are out there doing it, know that I'm out here struggling with you just the same. And um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to give you guys updates throughout the year and continue to get, bring you guys, um, you know, my experiences and knowledge along the way as well. Cool. Well, good. I'm excited to be back for 2020 and yes. more episodes to come on a variety of topics. If you, any listeners out there have any ideas, um, drop it in the comment section of our LinkedIn group or ask to be part of the LinkedIn group and we'll bring you what you want. Absolutely. All right, gang. Just like I'm going to do, take a couple of these and act on them this week because you cannot elevate without effort. Have a great day.